Welcome to Hollywood Insider's Podcasts. Do subscribe and feel free to visit HollywoodInsider.com for more. Hollywood Insider is a media network focused on substance and meaningful entertainment while being against gossip and scandal so as to utilize media as a tool to unite and better our world by combining entertainment, education, and philanthropy. This is your host, Britton Ambrose. Today's episode is titled, From Britain to America, Analyzing Comedy Over the Years. This article has been written by Drew Alexander Ross. An introduction. Americans came over from Britain hundreds of years ago. Today, there are still things that carry over from across the pond. In film and television, comedy is one of the aspects that was influenced over the years by our British cousins. In modern times, comedy in America has shifted toward traditional British humour. One way this can be seen is by looking at the lists of American remakes of British television and film, which are numerous. This article will look at the differences between the two and how American comedy took inspiration from British humour and developed further. Censorship makes a difference. One of the most significant differences in American and British television is the censorship of mainstream cable. What is said and shown on British mainstream television differs from what gets shown on American television. A UKessays.com article compares the differences between the two. It concludes that there are more complaints about not enough censorship in Britain, while in America there are complaints of too much. This conclusion is a result of the lenient British television guidelines and the more strict American ones. A perfect example of this can be shown through the difference between the successful British television show The Inbetweeners and the American remake. While there are significant differences between the execution of the two shows, a substantial obstacle in the American version was censorship. The British version didn't have to hold back when depicting the lives of young teenagers while the American version had to pull their punches. If the British version were to be aired on an American station, it would have to be through a private company like Netflix or HBO and it is currently available on Netflix in America. These private streaming services are becoming a more popular route in television. One of the reasons is the freedom not to have to navigate the censorship restrictions of cable. However, there are examples where American cable has successfully provided a fresh take from their British counterpart. One similarity of those successes comes from the company behind the remake knowing how to utilize best the guidelines they have to follow. Analyzing the two styles. In an interview with ITV News, Stephen Fry, British actor, comedian and writer, explained a difference between American and British comedy by dissecting a scene in Animal House. In the famous scene, comedy legend John Belushi walks down the stairs during a toga party and encounters a musician playing a love ballad to a group of women. Belushi listens for a moment, perturbed, before grabbing the musician's guitar and smashing it on the wall. He hands the broken instrument back and apologizes. The movie plays on. In the interview, Fry describes how the point of view from this scene follows Belushi and the audience roots for him. He then points out that the British version would be from the musician's point of view. These perspectives were the trademark of American and British humour. Americans, I think, and I wouldn't overstate this, are not that good at laughing at themselves. In mainstream American comedy, the main character would strike against the grain and come out triumphant in the end. 
for British humor, the protagonist believes they are at the center of the universe only to find the world crashing down on them. You know, they're yeah. all failures, they're all hopeless, yes. they all think they're great, but we see that, that they just don't get the modern world. An AV Club article describes this difference as possibly being the result of optimism. Americans tend to resonate more with optimistic humor. However, this traditional difference in comedy has been challenged in the past decade through a subtle shift in American comedy. In film and television, deadpan humor, pessimism and cynicism have made their way to the forefront. America, take notes. The tipping of the teeter-totter to pessimistic humor in the past decade happened with shows like Louie, Curb Your Enthusiasm and Arrested Development. Seinfeld could be a precursor in some ways and today the roots are in shows like Corporate. The cynical humor can also manifest in a different form in more optimistic shows or films through a meta moment of self-parody and making fun of traditional tropes. The AV Club article describes It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia as possibly being a critique of American optimism in comedic television. The characters in It's Always Sunny have an inflated sense of self-confidence, which often leads to horrible results for those in their parts. This necessarily isn't a new phenomenon in America though. Woody Allen's humor spans decades and can be quite pessimistic. The main character in some of his classics, like Annie Hall, display neurotic tendencies and are highly critical of their surroundings. However, examples like this tend to be the exception rather than the rule for American comedy. A significant difference though, and one that is crucial to the importance of the genre, is blending the pessimistic realities of life with an optimistic outlook on moving forward. Follow through and conclusion. In an interview with Charlie Rose, David Foster Wallace talks about dark humor and the problem of postmodernism in comedy. The, the problem, though, is now is that a lot of the shticks of postmodernism, irony, cynicism, irreverence, are now part of whatever it is that's enervating in the culture itself. A Will Schroeder video ties together the pitfalls of what Wallace was pointing out. The introduction of irony and self-parody through awareness in television and film brought the occurrence of pointing out tropes. A result is that it's hard to make fun of a show making fun of itself. This pessimistic comedic style was prevalent in British television and film. It was a trickle that became a flow in America in many different outlets. An issue with this style of comedy is that there is no follow-through. It doesn't provide an answer. It's fair to point out a problem, but it's harder to follow that up by offering a solution. Thankfully, some shows and films are aware of this and have stepped up to the plate. A great example is the American version of The Office. Jim and Pam's romantic chemistry. Their connection relies on a hyper-awareness and mutual ironic detachment from The Office. It's not just irony for irony's sake. It has that addition of a sincere human relationship attached to it. The Will Schroeder video breaks down how the American version sets up many points in the show of sincerity in dealing with hardship. Parks and Recreation, Community and Modern Family are some of the shows that picked up the mantle of The Office and brought sincerity and resolution in addition to pessimistic humor. Films like Forgetting Sarah Marshall and Safety Not Guaranteed do the same. It is interesting to see how British comedy influenced American humor over the years and where American comedy in some areas has begun to raise the bar. When there is a lot of uncertainty in film, television and the world in general, thankfully there is some awareness in the entertainment industry of taking the next steps. We hope you enjoyed listening to our podcast. 
The written version of this article can also be found on HollywoodInsider.com. Subscribe to our podcast and also subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash HollywoodInsiderTV. Follow us on our social media. We will be back next time with more thought-provoking features.